else can you find? Meteorological Monday. Science Wednesday. And Open Line Friday. There's only one place in the universe. Welcome to the Weather Jazz Podcast. Monday, everybody. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, and occasionally some really off-topic things. We'll stay on topic today. We have a ton to talk about with current and short-term weather. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. And this is episode number 209 for Monday, June 28, 2021. Well, we have a ton to chat about. We have two pockets of really hot weather And we're getting nicked by it today. More on that aspect in just a second. But first of all, let's go to the West Coast, Portland, Seattle area, where we were anticipating this weekend what was potentially going to be an all-time record heat event for some of the cities out there. And indeed, that is what happened at the Portland, Oregon airport. The temperature on Sunday reached 112 degrees, 112 in Portland. And that broke the record, first of all, for the date, June 27th, 98 was the old record in 2000. And the hottest day ever up until that point at Portland Airport was 108 degrees. And that was set the day before on June the 26th. So, really, two days in a row, they set two brand-new all-time record high temperatures. And the records go back to 1940. But wait, there's more. And I'll only cover some of the big cities. Let's talk about Seattle, Washington now. Because the high temperature on June 27th, which was yesterday, Sunday, reached 104 degrees 104 in Seattle, where only 30% of the homes have any kind of air conditioning. They typically don't need it. And the record daily high temperature for for that date, June 27th, was broken. The monthly record high was broken. And the all-time record high was broken. It was essentially the trifecta in Seattle. I've got a couple of friends in the Seattle area I have yet to check up on, but I would imagine that uh, they were certainly talking about the weather quite a bit. Well, not only is the West Coast seeing some heat, but the East Coast as well. Upcoming heat in the Boston area is going to be building in today, Tuesday, And Wednesday, with forecast highs essentially in the mid to upper 90s. And so we have several records that are in jeopardy. One of them will be close. That'll be today. The record for today, 1991, 97 degrees. The record high for Tuesday, 99. That one's going to be a little tougher to beat. And that was established in 1933. 
but it does appear as though a tie or a new record will be broken on Wednesday, given the fact that it hits at least 95 because the old record set in 1945 is 95 degrees. So a lot going on across the country. In the meantime, here in Northeast Ohio, for those of you that are listening to Weather Jazz from Northeast Ohio, we are still looking for that first 90-degree day. We're getting close. Yesterday, 89 degrees, just before the cloud cover put an end to the heating, and there was a brief line of showers and a couple of thunderstorms that moved through and put the cap on that. Well, today, I think today we probably have the best chance of reaching 90. Now, I am recording this right now as of 1.09 p.m. Just checked on the Cleveland Hopkins temperature, and it is 88 degrees. So we're only two degrees away, and we still have some decent heating left. I just looked at the visible satellite, and it looks like we're not going to see the kind of convection that we had yesterday. The result should be our first 90-degree temperature of the year, We will keep you posted and let you know. Naturally, if you're in Northeast Ohio, make sure you tune into Fox 8 News at uh, beginning at 4 o'clock. And I'll be with you at 5 and again at 7 p.m. And we will review the day. I got a hunch we're going to see 90 today, so we'll see how that goes. So we are kind of in between two heat domes. And the result is from time to time we edge into or inside one of them, but uh, we're going to drop back into an unsettled pattern and we're going to cool down a little bit because that trough of low pressure, at least right now, wants to develop in the central part of the country. That will increase our chance of getting some wet weather. That is actually good news because right now our rainfall departure is five inches below normal still. Now, we've been eating away at that five-inch deficit occasionally, bringing it down to four, maybe even a little less than four, and then we have some dry days, and it brings it right back up to five. But the latest QPF, the Quantified Precipitation Forecast, which is issued by the National Weather Service, you'll see the U.S. map, and you'll see that we have the chance of two to three inches of rain this week, which will keep everything growing nicely. It'll keep our crops happy. And yes, we do not want that five-inch deficit to go away all at once. That would not be a good thing. That would mean flooding. You do want it to happen over a protracted period of time, over several weeks or even a month or two, would be ideal. So we'll see how that goes. But certainly this week will stand a pretty decent chance of starting to eat away at that five-inch deficit. I suspect that by the time we get to open line Friday this week, that uh, we're going to see a deficit that uh, at least will get eaten down to four inches or so, perhaps even a little bit less. We'll see how that goes. One more note before we go away, and we are going to go to a spot also enjoying some really unusually warm weather. Most of you know 
that I have a heart for the people of Iceland. In fact, I produce a podcast for a church in the Reykjavik area in Kopavor called Lofstofan Baptista Kirka, and that essentially means in Icelandic, Upper Room Baptist Church. And uh, I've known Pastor Gunnar Gunnarsson for a number of years now, and I have um, we've gone to their church when my son and I actually went up to Iceland a number of years ago. Got to know him, got to know the family, got to know the church family, and I jumped in with both feet and uh, tried to help out remotely by producing their weekly sermon podcast here in the states. If you want to check it out, I'm going to embed. The very latest one, which is episode 70, uh, and they're doing something on the Lord's Prayer, which is truly fascinating. And uh, so if uh, you have an inclination to dig into that kind of thing, check that out. It's an awesome message. But aside from that, I wanted to play just a little clip of how Pastor Gunnar started his message on Sunday. Take a listen. I don't know about you guys, but uh, yesterday kind of felt like a surreal day to me. <laughs> it was, uh, what, midnight, all the regulations were removed, and the next day was like, it was like a dream, like utopia just happened. Sunny, no wind, it happens like twice a year in Iceland, right? And I was like, man, this feels like it's not real. And then getting together today, singing without a mask, I don't know about you, I suffocate during... <laughs> When I sing, sing, I was like, I feel like I'm breathing in my, uh, my uh, the stuff I should be removing from my lungs. Um, anyways, so it is a joy to be with you today. So that means it was really toasty in Iceland with temperatures, as I understood, in the capital district in the southeastern corner of the country, which is largely a marine climate, even though it's near the Arctic Circle, it's modified quite a bit. And so temperatures don't vary that much in the summertime, though, if you get up near 60, you're really getting up into record territory and uh, near 70 is even more rare. Uh, but in Iceland this weekend, as you just heard, there wasn't much wind. There was a ton of sunshine, which also, by the way, is unusual given the maritime flavor of the weather in Iceland being surrounded by the Atlantic Ocean. And temperatures were very, very warm. It was even warmer in Akureyri, which is on the north side of the island. And Akureyri is really literally just miles away from the Arctic Circle. And on the longest day of the year, uh, typically June 21st or 20th, somewhere thereabouts, astronomically on the longest day of the year during the summer solstice day, the sun just barely, barely, barely sets in Akureyri. It uh, may sneak just under the horizon for a minute or two and then pops back up. So they essentially have absolutely no dark hours in Akureyri. In the summertime period, especially near the solstice, within a couple of weeks of that solstice on either side. But what I want to talk about right now is their weather. Now, being in the northern side of the island, you would figure that it was going to be colder than 
Reykjavik. And in most cases, that is uh, the case. You will see snow up in the mountains, very close to Akureyri. The mountains really rise right behind Akureyri to the south. And you will still see some snow right there in the webcam from Akureyri, which points south-southeast. I have a photo on my show notes on weatherjazz.com, episode number 209, if you want to take a look. But the winds were downslope winds. They were strong out of the south-southeast on Saturday. And essentially, what that means is that air that becomes compressed quickly and heats quickly. It's a lot like the catabatic or the phone winds uh, along the east side of the Rockies. Uh, You can have a very cold day and all of a sudden get a very strong catabatic wind that comes off the mountains, compresses quickly, and it warms dramatically. Well, that's what happened in a, in Aquarary uh, during the weekend. It actually hit 70 degrees with that south wind, which was around 30, 35 miles per hour at times. That's pretty strong. But they didn't care about the wind in Aquarary. They were just delighted with all the sunshine and with temperatures near 70. And so... On my Instagram feed from Friedrich Dorr, who is the brother of Jon Jonsson, and they're the uh, big pop stars in Iceland. Uh, I had Jon Jonsson on Weather Jazz uh, back in December of 2020. Go check it out. I think it's episode 130, 120 or 130. And uh, that's probably one of my favorite episodes. He was just so delightful, so accommodating, and really so very positive, wonderful family, and a great singer. He's one of my favorite singers. I listen to him all the time in my car. Uh, So, Frederick Dior, and I did not realize that that was his brother. And so, they're both in the music business. Well, recently, Frederick actually released a wonderful song called in Icelandic, Filikush Daurosh, and uh, that essentially means what a day. It's a great tune. It's very bouncy. It's very positive. And on his feed, people were sending him a ton of feeds of what they were doing in Iceland over the weekend with that song in the background. I will put a, a quick little snippet of that video from the Instagram feed on my show notes on episode 209 on weatherjazz.com. Go check it out. But here's a little clip from that song from Frederick Dior, and it's my hope that we'll get Frederick on. Now that we've had Jon Jonsson on, it's time to get his brother on to Open Line Friday, one of these days, uh, perhaps when he's uh, not so busy with what is turning out to be right now one of Iceland's biggest hits of the summer, coming in at number 14 on their big local radio station up there, FM Neofimsur 957. That's uh, the, the big station in Reykjavik. Here's a quick sample. <laughs> Now, doesn't that put a little pep in your step? I know it does for me. And it's one of the music selections that I actually have in one of my playlists in the car. 
right here in Northeast Ohio. And uh, I'm getting a little bit better at picking out some of the Icelandic words. It's a slow process. It's a beautiful language. And uh, it's my hope to get more of a vocabulary and perhaps even a, a working one someday. As I have a friend here in the Pepper Pike area of Ohio who is actually a native of Reykjavik. His name is Erlender. And he and I have the chance to chat in Icelandic a little bit. And he says that my pronunciations are slowly but surely uh, starting to get a little bit better. At any rate, that's another story for another time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You're going to help me to spread the word, right, about this podcast inside your sphere of influence, social media, word of mouth, email, any which way that you can think. And if you're listening to Weather Jazz via one of the many podcast apps available, remember to subscribe so that you can automatically download every episode as I make them available. And if you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area or plan to visit or simply traveling through, you can catch my 5 and 7 p.m. weekday weather segments on WJW Television, Fox 8, or online live at fox8.com. Check in tonight to see if we hit 90. And remember, that's 5 and 7 p.m. Eastern time, just in case you live in another time zone. If you have a question or a topic suggestion, or you just want to say hello, I have my Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line ready for you to call in. It is there 24-7. It's 234-525-5888. Again, 234-525-5888. Don't worry if you're listening in the car or on a run or whatever. Uh, you can just go to weatherjazz.com and click on the Connect tab at the very top. And all of the information on how you can reach me is there, including the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. And I want to thank all of my podcast partners who help support Weather Jazz. And, of course, I always make mention of each one personally on Open Line Friday. Make sure you tune in for that. We'll see you on Wednesday, Science Wednesday. Get ready, right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe.